The Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Good evening, folks. I am Fred Euston, your host here at the Stone and Tile Show, and I hope everyone is having a great Wednesday afternoon or evening or morning, depending on what part of the world that you are in. Uh, we are approaching almost 10,000 views on our show from all over the world. I looked at the map this morning, and I think there's almost like 40 countries worldwide that have listened to this, not only this show live, but also the podcast. I've got a great show coming up for you. Uh, I'm going to get into that in a second here, but before I do, a couple of housekeeping chores. Uh, as you all know, the world is getting back to work. Uh, we're getting back to normal business here slowly but surely. At least we are here in Florida as of, as of this Monday. And for that reason, I'm extending the offer on the correspondence courses being half off. If you'd like a little bit more information about that, uh, go ahead and take a look at my um, my website, which is stoneforensics.com, or go ahead and send me an email, fhuston, that's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com, and I'll get you some more information on all those correspondence courses. Also, uh, I still have some of the Stone and Tile Show stickers uh, available. I've also extended that contest uh, towards the end of this month, I believe. We'll go ahead and uh, we'll announce the winner for that. And basically what you need to do there is take one or two of these stickers. I'll send you two, place them on your truck or your toolbox or wherever, take a picture and submit it to me. And the most unique and best picture I get will win a prize worth $500. So uh, go ahead and send that to me again in my email being fhuston, F-H-U-E-S, T-O-N at gmail.com. Okay, uh, this week uh, I'm going to have the pleasure of interviewing Alpha Professional Tools. Many of you fabricators, restoration guys, and tile guys out there are familiar with Alpha Tools. Uh, I've been a fan of Alpha for as long as I can remember, uh, way back when, when I started almost 30-some some years ago. And uh, products are really, really great. So what we've decided to do is interview Alpha on a, on several different a avenues. And this interview, we're interviewing um, uh, John Buselink, uh, and I've pre-recorded. It's a pre-recorded show, so I'll play that here in, in a minute, so you won't be able to call in. But as I said in my Facebook announcement, we're going to be talking about uh, some of the blades and uh, some of the changes that have been made over the years. Now, in the meantime, while the show is playing, I'm going to be sitting right here, but again, it's recorded. Uh, if you want to comment or send me a comment, the best way to do that is is uh, be a messenger on my Facebook page or, again, my email. So uh, I'll be right back after this interview. interview is about 25 minutes long, so uh, I'll be back after this. So here we go. John Buselink is a senior technical support representative and technical trainer for Alpha Professional Tools. He is a longtime employee going on 30 years with Alpha. Throughout the years with Alpha, he has always 
in the technical role with the organization working in the research and development department, helping develop new innovative products for the industry. He travels all over the world attending trade shows for product research as well as providing product knowledge by either hands-on demonstration or roundtable discussions. You know, you may have seen John at the covering show, Stone Expo, ITSC. Uh, You'll usually see him in the cage at the SFA workshops. He attends the NTCA event, so he's all over the place. And, you know, John's been – we go way back, don't we, John? (laughs) A long time, yes, Fred. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I remember – I remember – you know, back in the days, God, 30, when you said 30 years, I'm like, wow, has it been that long? That's, that, that's great. So anyway, uh, John, I want to welcome you to the show. Uh, I know we've been longtime friends and, you know, as you know, I've always been a, a great fan of Alpha, Alpha Tools. I've used their products over the years in my training about fabrication, restoration, et cetera. So I'm really happy to have you on the show today. So if you're ready, let's get started. I, I, what I want to concentrate on today and I know Alpha has a lot of other products that they offer, and we'll, we'll go over a little bit of that towards the end of the show here. But, um, you know, we have these new materials that are out there. You know, we have the porcelain materials, the large format porcelains, porcelain slabs, uh, sintered slabs, glass tiles. Does, you know, what what is Alpha doing? I know they make blades, obviously. I mean, those familiar with Alpha know that. But what's what's in the what does Alpha have now for these materials? Well, these, these materials are becoming very popular and uh, newer, so learning how to cut the material is very important. So we developed the new blades for um, fabricating the, for cut the size. So what's different and new for the blades are the way the, the technology, the way the blades manufactured, uh, the size of the diamonds in there, because we know. These large format uh, porcelain materials, they're very hard and dense, so the technology of the diamond needs to be uh, improved. Uh, the diamonds need to be smaller. The bond needs to be uh, adjusted, so when you're fabricating and cutting these materials, the blade's doing uh, the cutting, so it's not chipping the material that, that bad. You know, one of the things, you know, is there a, you know, let's talk about some of your blades real quick for these materials. Is there a difference in the blade for, say, like a porcelain t- a porcelain tile versus a, uh, let's say, a um, cutting a porcelain slab? Is that the same blade? Well, what blades do you have for that? Well, the, the technology is, is the same. So if you're talking about um, cutting on a bridge saw versus uh, a tile saw, there's two different uh, applications, and uh, we have blades for different uh, tooling. Like I mentioned, a uh, bridge saw, tile saw. It's all about the uh, size of the diamond. So even though it's, uh, it might be a slab or it might be a tile, the components within um, the materials are pretty much the same. So we uh, learned um, from one aspect to the other, you know, they're pretty much the same and it could be used uh, with the same type of blade but different little structure with the blade. Ah, interesting. So, John, you know, we've all worked with, you know, marble and granite and, you know, some of the other materials out there. But these new materials, well, what what are the changes that we see with these new materials? What are the changes that we see, uh, Fred, is um, back in the old days, uh, working with marble and granite and um, natural stone, the uh, technology for um, blades need to be changed with the material, too. But these materials are um, the centered slabs and the porcelain tiles. They're all... Uh, man-made uh, and are manufactured that way. 
So they're harder and denser, meaning um, someone needs to um, pay attention when they're cutting the materials and fabricating the materials. But these materials being uh, harder and denser, we need, need to make sure that we um, properly understand what saw we want to be using. So if we're doing a bridge saw, a tile saw, we need to make sure that we uh, right. support the material. The material's um, hard and dense, so if you put it on a bridge saw table, and uh, the table's not balanced, and it's um, the material wants to rock. It's very mm. important that we want to um, support the material. So if we, like we suggest putting pink styrofoam board down on the material to dampen any vibration. Good, so, idea. Good idea. So working with the material, uh, putting a, putting a styrofoam board down is going to support the material fully. So as you're cutting into the material, any vibration could actually crack or split the material. So that's why uh, working with the styrofoam board will dampen the vibrations. Um, working perimeters are very important with the material compared to uh, the old, um, say, granite and marble. The speed right. of cut um, with granite and marble, you know, we could go pretty pretty much fast with the traverse speed. But working with the center slab and porcelain tile, that being very hard and dense, they need to slow down the, the cutting speed. Uh, the traverse speed going into the material, let the blade do the work. Uh, it's many, many aspects for um, compared to center slab over to... Uh, well, you, you may have actually answered the next question, but I'll go ahead and ask it anyway. And that is, you know, I remember back when, you know, teaching fabrication seminars, you know, people would get blowout on the, on the granite or whatever, and we would talk about, you know, the RPMs of your saw and, you know, how you have to, you know, match the diameter of the blade to the RPMs of your saw. Of course, those were back in the days when we didn't have the type of bridge saws that we're dealing with today. So, so what's changed today? Well, what changed today is um, just um, the progression of the bridge saw. I think has changed. Um, in in the, in the past, um, with the bridge saws, in in a day, um, it was like a single speed RPM. So, working with um, say marble or granite. You uh, had to choose a blade working within that means for the RPM, so you might need to have a larger diameter blade to compensate for the uh, RPM issues. But over the years, the bridge saw started, uh, manufacturers started understanding the needs of the trends of the, the market today for different materials. So they started adding um, variable speed controls into the, the bridge saws in order to compensate for uh, blade diameters and materials right. that you're cutting. So now that you're able to uh, change the variables for the uh, RPM on the saw, which changes the peripheral speed of the blade. Mm -hmm. So no, no matter what diameter you're doing, say 14, 16, 18, you can compensate for that material. But also um, what's coming out is um, five-axis uh, CNC uh, Saws are coming out there. Robotic saws are coming out there. So yeah. as the times are changing, so is the the machinery. So we all need to work together, the machine manufacturers, or the tooling people, uh, just so we um, understand the needs of the changes in the market today. Um, water jet technology is becoming uh, popular. So with all these changes, you know, we need to go with the times, and everything's changing out there, Fred. Uh, Machinery, yep, 
Absolutely. I mean, things are changing in the world and in all, in all industries right now, not only ours and, uh, you know, especially sort of people that are staying, staying at home. So well, let's switch gears a little bit. You know, you, you, we talked about the blades and, you know, one of the things I, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are curious is that the actual diamond segments, I mean, you talked a little bit about the diamond segments, segments, but you know, how are these diamond segments made, you know, without giving out any trade secrets, obviously, you know, and why is that important? The way um, we call it, uh, say, diamond blade technology, it's it's a recipe. And when I, whenever I do training, I always um, bring it down to a, a level that people understand. Like, I always say, uh, and it might be funny to you, uh, baking uh, cookies. Like, you take the flour and the sugar. That's like the matrix of the of the, the segments of the, for the blade. And then the chocolate morsels are like the, the diamonds going into um, the batter mix. But it's all about the matrix and the diamonds within um, the recipe in order to uh, successfully manufacture these um, segments. You want to understand the hardness of the uh, material. So with granite, you might have a um, softer matrix in order for the um, bond to wear, and I'll get to that in a minute. When you're doing, um, it could be a harder bond, it could be a, a softer bond. So Understanding the material and how to make these um, segments are it's essential to give the uh, operator and the end user the right blade technology for cutting the material. Now, when we talk about sintered slab material, these materials are very hard and dense. So we had to make and develop the segments in order to successfully cut the material. And in order to do that, we had to design it so it cut consistently throughout the life of the blade. It cut so it wouldn't glaze the material, mm-hmm. which is um, very important. So right. our technology of a diamond segment together with the saw is very important. But we also learned, you know, with these new center slabs, different harnesses are within this uh, center slab. So working with um, a whiter stone, we found it to be more hard and dense compared to a darker color material for the sensor slabs. So it's very, very difficult to um, design these segments for all the uh, sensor slabs. So Alpha Professional Tools, we, we conquered that, and we have a, a great blade today um, directed for our sensor slab materials. But it's all about the technology, Fred, and all about yep. knowing the material, knowing what, what kind of matrix, what kind of diamond to put in there. We put a finer diamond in our matrix because – as you're cutting this hard, dense material, if you put a large diamond in there, the diamond's going to really chew and chip up the edge of the, the material. But putting finer diamonds in there, you're able to make a more precise, chip-free cut edge where they could take that material off the bridge saw and bring it, bring it to the next station what they need to do. So even if, if you're making a straight cut or you're making a miter cut, these uh, diamond uh, blade technologies for the segments – it's essential for um, all aspects for cutting these um, materials. So, yeah, so a lot of people like to put, like, larger um, size segments, like, say, 25-millimeter height. That's good and bad, but we – our segments are around 10-millimeter, 12-millimeter, 12, 12, 10 or 12-millimeter 12 um, height. That is um, where you want to be for doing your straight cuts or your miter cuts. But it's all about the bond, having a consistent – 
cutting action throughout the life of the blade, not glazing over. So we need our listeners to understand, though, it's not just between the diamond blade technology with the segments. It's how to use the blade properly, how to use it with the saw, understanding the working British, uh, parameters, now, what's the RPM, making sure you have sufficient water flow. So all these aspects help the blade do the work. So education is a big, big part of this, Fred. Oh, absolutely. You know, let, let me back up. You know, one of the things I wanted to talk about when we were talking about the what, what has changed with the saws today, and that is, you know, I remember back in the day, our, our blades on our saws were just super loud. I mean, we had to have a lot of hearing protection, and even that was – what about noise levels, Clay? How has blades changed? How has your blades changed when it comes to noise levels? Yeah, I do. Uh, from my 30 years of experience, I remember first starting and uh, the blades being very loud. And uh, back in the day, it was a steel core. And the steel core, um, people perceived that to give um, the diamond um, blade technology uh, a better bite into the material. But we don't want to have that loud noise no more. So we have a uh, our blades are sandwich construction, so it's two uh, sheets of um, material with um, copper in between it. So the sandwich mm. construction actually dampers any um, loud noises. So it kind of like muffles the blade as you're cutting, so it really reduces the, uh, the sound level. Of course, you always want to wear your uh, proper uh, safety equipment, you know, safety glasses and ear hearing protection. Sure. But having this new uh, sandwich construction design really takes the noise out of the equation. And you've got a lot of other noises in the shop too. So, you know, that that's only going to help eliminate that a little bit. So I agree with you hundred percent. So let, let's take, let's say I'm a fabricator out there or a tile, you know, a tile guy. And I, I'm not only working with, you know, ceramic and porcelain tile, but now I'm starting to get, be introduced to all this new material that, that we're talking about. Do, you know, how do I choose the right blade for that? You know, for example, let's say I'm working for the first time with a, you know, with a glass tile, for example. I mean, do I need to change my blade out that I'm using for my marble and use a different blade? How do I go about that? Yeah, I definitely need to change out the, uh, the blade because um, blades are designed for all the different types of materials. You can't use one blade for everything. Um, repercussions for that. Um, but understanding... Um, what blade to use, you really need to check and read the uh, fabrication manuals from uh, the material. Let's say uh, if you're doing a synthesis slab material you want to fabricate, get all the information you can about that um, synthesis slab material and read up on it. Get the fabrication manual, see what they recommend, watch the videos, read the literature. But it's really, really important to understand what you're working with. If you don't understand what you're working with, you're going to lose money. Uh, you might break the slabs. Production goes down. Uh, you might ruin uh, the bridge saw blade itself. So it's very, very important to understand what the material that you're working with. So you could always, you know, call the manufacturer, read the fabrication manual, um, maybe with the distributor where you purchase the material. Find out where you um, everything you can about that material and how to work with it. It's uh, it's essential out there, especially yeah, with the new. Yeah, go ahead. Go on. No, I was going to say. I was going to say that uh, you know, uh, you know, you talked about getting getting the right information. So I'm assuming you guys offer technical support and training as well. Yeah, we we offer um, 
technical support and training here at our, here at our facility. We want we want the end user to really understand how to work with the material. We want them to uh, successfully fabricate the material properly and safely. So besides offering our, our training, we also um, train the trainers for these sensor slab materials. So what we do, we, we have these manufacturers send their materials into our facility here at Alpha. We'll work with the material by cutting, drilling, polishing, all aspects. So once we understand how the material works, we understand we have the right tooling to work with their material. Then we bring back the trainer for them to uh, learn what we learned and how our tooling works with their materials, and we get to actually uh, educate the trainer of that uh, fabricated material too. But Good. our central goal is we want to provide the tooling necessary for the fabricator in order for them to successfully uh, do their job. So besides us training them on our tooling, we train them on all the hints too. Like I mentioned before, putting a um, styrofoam board on a bridge saw table. What that styrofoam board does, it dampens any vibration and as you're cutting the material. So you're, you're not going to chip the material that much using our blade if it's on the styrofoam board. Um, Another important thing to talk about, too, is the condition of the uh, bridge saw table. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that uh, people understand and they learn if your bridge saw table is not calibrated correctly, say it's chewed up or you always cut on one area of the table, the material might rock on uh, the table bed itself. So having uh, the pink styrofoam board also dampens and protects the material from uh, rocking or vibration and gives you a better cut. So us training the people and all these uh, hints out there is essential, and uh, we, we love to do it. I love to do it. It's uh, it's fun to educate the people out there, but we just want to make sure that everyone understands that you know, we're out there working for everyone, so we want to provide the best tool possible for these materials. Absolutely. You know, I want to hit a, uh, a another topic here real quick, um, which, you know, I to this day, I mean, I'm no longer in the fabrication or restoration business, but to this day, I still get calls from these guys that call me up and say, hey, Fred, I got this a shipment of uh, blades in here and I need to get rid of them. And, uh, you know, I can sell you a blade for, you know, 10 bucks. You know, those are cheap, what I call cheap, cheap blades. What what are the dangers of using a cheap blade? Well, what, what could happen is... um. The blade's not going to successfully do what you want it to do. So having an inferior blade and um, fracture the material better than um, a blade designed for it, the, um, the technology isn't going to be there. So the blade's going to probably glaze over more. It's not going to have the consistent cut in action. There's many, many uh, different variables to say that the blade... Um, it's going to be safe for the application, but I really need to understand. And you're buying what you, um, or you get the quality that you're uh, paying for. So if you're buying these cheap blades, your your life might, might not be there for uh, throughout the whole entire uh, segment height of the blade. The quality of your cuts ain't going to be there. The production ain't going to be there. You actually get what you pay for. We always say something like that. Yeah, it's it's funny you should say that because I remember 
I remember a student I had years ago that would say, you know, why should I spend all this money on a decent blade when I can buy these these cheap blades? And, you know, I asked him, uh, how often are you going to go through those cheap blades? And you'll probably find you'll spend more money on the cheap blades in the long run because you're replacing them so often. You're not doing a job than you will buying a good quality blade. So, you know, it's kind of like exactly. buying. Exactly. Definitely with the cheap blades, too, you're going to be um, redressing them and replacing them. On, like you said, it's just going to be more uh, more time and effort for your shop. Exactly. So, John, um, I'm assuming that, you know, we, we talked about technical support. We talked about your your, uh, your your training, et cetera, which, you know, I've been to your facility and it's a great facility. So let's let's I mean, we, we talked about blades. We talked about saws or whatever. Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, how, how do I go? I'm a fabricator. I'm an installer out there. How, where do I go to buy these these blades from you guys? Well, the best thing uh, for you to do is um, if you call into uh, our company, Alpha Professional Tools, and I'll give you the number, too, at 800-648-7229, you call into our company, and then we could uh, find out your location. And we, we, we use um, an authorized Alpha distributor network, so we don't sell directly so to the public. We rely on our, our dealers, so... Us know in your location, and when you call in, we will um, steer you in the correct direction on who to buy the blades from. That works. Uh, that has a, has the blades in stock and available for you guys out there. So you could actually call into our uh, 800 number and speak to one of our technical representatives and myself, or you could always go online uh, at www.alphatools.com in order to um, view our website for all this information and. Uh, there's many uh, aspects, but definitely calling into our company first will uh, steer you in the right direction of where to buy our products. And that's something I would highly recommend as as well. So, John, I mean, it's just some great information uh, on this material, but I know, I mean, I've worked with Alpha for years, as long as you've been there, I think. Uh, what other products, that, we don't want to talk about in detail here, but what other products does Alpha offer other than the blades? But we have, um, besides the blades, we have uh, all aspects for fabrication, so from start to finish. So between, besides the blades, we have the the tooling for uh, core drilling. We could do profiling. We could do polishing, uh, scratch removal on the materials. So there's so many different um, applications for your shop, but we cover all the areas that you need. So uh, even if you have a CNC, we have the tooling for the CNCs. You could do uh, manual manual work. So we cover the whole aspect. So we're a complete package from start to finish. And that's not only for fabrication, I'm assuming, also for tile for tile installers as well as restoration guys? Oh, yeah. So um, besides um, fabricators, we have uh, many products for, uh, say, tile installers. Um, we have tooling there. For the uh, installer, so we have um, everything today is uh, going dustless, so we know um, OSHA with the new uh, silica rule. So we had to come up with, uh, and we did come up with our uh, tooling before this rule happened. So we have the tooling uh, for um, containing all the dust. So you could use a vacuum with a Eagle Guard, or uh, the fabricator at an install might need a core drill into the countertop. We have a 
you could guard CD that you hook up to a vacuum that collects the dust as your core drilling. Nice. We have our uh, like wet blade cutting kits to keep dust down. So we have we have a uh, tooling for all areas for fabrication. So if you do visit our website, we also have um, digital catalogs, uh, tooling for tile contractors. We have a uh, tooling for all the uh, materials for a slab shop, workshop. So. We have the whole company package. I, I know I, I keep saying that word, but we have everything that you need for uh, fabricating for all that. Oh, oh, absolutely. And also you have some uh, some videos on that website as well. It's a, it's a great website. All right, John, I, wa- I want to thank you. Uh, this is some great information. Of course, we're going to have you back again to talk about some of these others. But uh, before we close, why don't you give out the phone number for contact one more time in the website? Sure. Our phone number here are Alpha Professional Tools, and we're actually located in New Jersey. Is one eight hundred six four eight seven two two nine, and you can visit our website at www.alpha-tools.com, and that's www.alpha-tools.com to reach us. And I'll go ahead, and I'll go ahead and put that link on my on my social media as well. So, John, I'd like to thank you very much, and you guys have a great day up there, all right? Fred, uh, it's always a pleasure talking to you, and uh, you, you have a great day, and be safe out there. All righty. Thank you, John. All righty, folks, we are back live. Uh, that was a great recorded session I had there with John, and, of course, we're going to be interviewing uh, Alpha again here in the near future on several several other topics. And, you know, as I'd mentioned before at the start of the show, uh, I've used their products. They're, as far as I'm concerned, they're the Bentleys of the industry when it comes to their, their tooling, their abrasives, uh, saw blades, et cetera. So uh, you might want to stay tuned for that. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and I'll be back with some uh, closing comments. So hang in there. I'll be right back. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains. Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tough Skin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with a proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right. It's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tough Skin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. All righty, folks. Uh, as I had mentioned at the top of the show, uh, again, the correspondence class I have is now half price, at least probably till the end of May. Then it's going to go back uh, to the regular price. I still have stickers available. Uh, if anyone wants to be interviewed on the show, I welcome you to give me a give me a holler. Again, my email is f Houston. That's f h u e s t-o-n at gmail.com or hop on facebook uh check out my facebook page Uh, i've got a lot of interesting things on there i have the failure friday thing that i have on there also i post a different failure every every friday or try to every friday sometimes i uh, sometimes i forget so uh, some interesting conversation going on over there i'm also on twitter linkedin 
uh, Instagram and several of the others out there. So make sure you follow me. Also, if you want to get put on my email list, just go ahead and send me an email. We'll make sure you get put on email list. And I promise not to bombard you with uh, with a bunch of emails. I'm, I'm not into that, but you'll get an email from me about once per week just announcing what we're going to do here on the show. All right, next week we're going to be uh, doing a show on waterproofing. So uh, you guys out there that are installing showers, inspecting showers, uh, wet areas, you may want to listen. It's got some great information. So, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Until next time, keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, fabricating those tops. Later, my friends.